0: Hi guys, I'm Don Armand and this is The Final Whistle. Hello oh, and welcome back to The Final Whistle presented to you by the Rugby Connection podcast. This week's guest, you could say it's been a year in the making, XR Chiefs legend, Premiership winner, European champion. He is the gaming athlete, although he did break my heart because he's retired. It's Don Armand. Don, thank you so much for coming on. How are you getting on?
1: Yeah, Thanks for that introduction. Thanks, Mo. It's good to be here. I mean, I'm excited for this talk.
0: I'm very excited as well. Like like I said, it's been a, it's been a year in the making, but all, all the work that we've all grown separately and <laughs> in, a, in a better way, I'd like to think. Yeah, of course. First question, we always ask our guests just to get the ball rolling. What actually got you into rugby in the first place? As in like way back when? Just way back when, yeah. What, what made you like, oh, this is it, I love rugby? My, my, well, I never said that. I just played, because <laughs> I played all sports.
1: So, like, we, were, we lived on a farm, and we go, I was a boarder for the first two or three years, so I'd stay in the whole week. So if you're at school, we had sports in Zim, it was a bit different to over here. When You're at school, you have school in the day, sports in the afternoon, and then you can go home. You don't have to travel anywhere to do sports. So okay. it's kind of like what a private schools, yeah. But that was just how all sports were or schools were in Zim. So I was a boarder for the first two years and we just did all the sport that we could. And then as it grew, it was like rugby, swimming, cricket, hockey, tennis. just So I was just playing sport because that's what everyone else did. Uh, that's my And obviously I enjoyed it. So how did I get into rugby? I think maybe it's just the characters that built around it, the coaches that I had playing, we used to play barefoot. And yeah, I think that
0: the... The strongest team ethos came out of the rugby environment. That's fair. That's fair. I like that. And I, I did, I have heard previous interviews that you did thank like all your coaches to who you are today. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's always nice.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, everyone has an important part to play, even people, not the coaches. So my first coaches was, was Debbie Cairns, so she was a lovely lady. And she, yeah, yeah she was very passionate, so... Yeah, I always thank her. I still she used she comes to some Leicester. She used to come when I played to Leicester Tigers games and we get, grab a photo afterwards. So oh, funny how that works I
0: out. I love stories like that. Now this is a first time question for us. Um what actually got you into gaming? Because like I mentioned, you are the gaming athlete now. So
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe talk about this new uh, again. Now. I think
1: it's just Sonic, I would say, got me into gaming. Because we used to go to uh, family friends when we were in Zoom. And it was all adults and maybe me and my sister and one or two other kids. And inside, they had a Sega. You you put the little compart, those little tapes into the thing. You blow on them and all that. And they had Sonic. And I used to go and play Sonic. And then back on the farm, we had one that it was like... It had like 99 games in one, like way back then. So that's where the gaming started. And then obviously, you get... Games as you go and grow, they change, and PlayStation 1 and all that kind of stuff. So I think I just always had games in and around. And then at Chiefs, it was all PlayStation 4 and COD, and so it would be play rugby tra- or train, go home and meet in the real world, is that we used to say. So I think gaming has always just been something that's part
0: of an identity that was part of stuff that I had. So, No, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, so what made you get into like, your own gaming brand instead of – Jumping on that, uh, do you know what? It's not like the gaming athlete
1: isn't me, and this is this is where it does get confusing sometimes. But I think it's because if you're from a rugby point of view, and you look out you're like, oh, it's Don is the gaming athlete, but the brand itself is something that is taking elements that I've learned in high performance and sports, and I'm very health conscious, and I've done psychology, so like I always think about the person, and I go my like five years ago, my wife said she said if you weren't playing rugby. And money was an issue, what would you do? And I'd say, i would probably have a charity when I was helping people just because that's my thing. Mm-hmm. So now why I decided to go with the brand is like you can reach a lot of people in digital world. And because I'm a gamer, I've always interacted with other gamers. And so there's a common ground there. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of room for improvement, not improvement. There's a lot of areas where I'm like, oh, I mean, that's pretty obvious in a rugby scheme for recovery and health. And it's something that doesn't cost people. It's just an awareness thing that I can do in a brand. So I enjoy I enjoy gaming. I enjoy health. I enjoy activity. So why not start a brand that can make a positive impact with all those things involved?
0: So that's that is amazing. I love. Yeah. I have have to acknowledge our other guest in the room. If you're watching this on YouTube, looking behind Don, we have got another guest.
1: That's Jarvis. He keeps me company and he's our, he's our model. So he lives, he's always, he's an emotional rock. As you can tell, he doesn't, doesn't smile. He doesn't frown. He doesn't get angry. Well, he looks slightly angry sometimes mm. and we can change his outfit depending on what mood we're in. He's got What's some that? masks too. I don't even know where my son has put the <laughs> mask, but he's got, he's got masks that I change him into sometimes.
0: I mean, that's fair. I mean, he's, he's not shaken by the camera
1: at all. He loves no. it. He's, he's staring at you the whole time. If you don't like staring at the camera, you and me, then watch Jarvis. Try playing the staring Jarvis. competition.
0: I mean, if he moves, we'll, we'll all just... just <laughs> well, the funny <laughs> thing is,
1: on stream, I play... Oh, let me just wipe the camera. On stream, I play a game called Phasmophobia. And I okay. started playing that because I Googled games that can get your heart rate up. And obviously, because I'm I'm like, oh, let's get heart rate up. Obviously, fear is different to, like, activity phasmophobia yeah. was like top one or two of getting and I was like oh come on some people got their heart rates like 142 and I was like mm, not gonna happen so now we play that after I do like a just chatting thing on a Tuesday and yeah. the highest I've had my heart rate go is 138 uh yeah. oh yeah it is I find it scarier than a lot of people do that, that game scares me and then people come on and like half an hour and they'll be like I think I just saw Jarvis's arm move and because of the states I've I'm in at the time I'm like no it didn't and it like I have to look over my shoulder. So he's
0: good entertainment value. I mean, you could take him. You're a big you're a big ball carrier when you're at Chiefs. So I'm sure you could take Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, I could take
1: him. I don't know if the fear would set in though, if this mannequin was actually moving behind me, that it wouldn't matter if I could take him or not. I'd be jumping out the window that's right behind <laughs> the monitor
0: i mean i i don't know how to react to that i, don't, I pay good money to see it i wouldn't lie to you
1: <laughs> well if it ever happens please donate because you won't pay before it happens i know that
0: <laughs> fair enough and um, mm. we do have some fan questions and yeah. there was a lot of uh, lovely messages on the chief's supporters page as well just saying that like you're genuinely a lovely guy always say hello and um, yeah there was a lot of lovely messages but we have got some questions as well uh clive pullman has asked is there any chance of a comeback <laughs> uh i've learned never to burn
1: any bridges because okay. you never say never like i've i've seen i i a good example is i said i would never run again as a form of exercise when i was done with rugby because i've said i just yep. run for nine years non-stop but now i run every saturday on the roads um and I've actually I went up to watch the London Marathon because the mate was running and it oh, no. inspired me so much that I actually entered and I'm hoping to get in. So we'll find out at the end of October. So the answer is as it stands, there's no chance of a comeback because I'm I'm loving life, but good. I never would I would never burn bridges because like keep your options open.
0: Yeah, of course. I didn't mean good that you're not coming back. I mean good that you're no you're no no, no. I, got you. Best, I got you. But, um Alex Suffon has asked. Do you miss putting on the Chiefs shirt? There's a lot Alexis. of the emotional questions here.
1: Yeah, Alexis, what did she ask? Um, do you miss
0: putting on the Chiefs shirt?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm, I often come like I've had family say like, oh "Aren't you grateful?" Because they say, "Do you miss rugby?" And I go, I'm, "Look, I'm so busy. I'm so I'm buzzing about whatever I'm like everything I'm creating and where life is at the moment that I don't really just sit and look back and go, oh, "I really wish I was back there." But I'm super grateful. I like, I love putting the Chiefs jersey on. It and I ended on such a high. I really got to connect with all the players and the fans and like that. But of course, like, of course, I miss it. So, if I sit and think about it, of course, why? Like, it was nine. It was a nine-year part of my character and my identity of who I am, and I don't get to do it anymore. So, of course, I miss it. Um, But then, at the same token, I like. Do I want to still be doing that today? I don't want to burn the bridge. I would say at this present moment, no, because. These, these new things I'm creating and they give me a buzz. So
0: that's fair, perfectly good answer. And I love you've linked back to your old question there. It's like you've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe Stone has asked. He's he's master sneaking two questions. He's uh, asked what uh, who's your idol for a start? Who's your idol? Um. <sighs> Recently, I've. I've been
1: going, I've been copying Matthew McConaughey and saying my idols, me in five years time really shifted my focus. Like that video, I watched that and I was like, that's deep. I love that. I didn't get it at the time, but I've spent three months, obviously not playing rugby having time to think. And I'm like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, it's so spot on. But if it was an external, my old school idol who I still is there is Bob Skinnerstat's um so he was Zimbab- he was born in zimbabwe played eighth man for the Springboks, and he came and trained us at university and he honestly was like he was such a do you know they say people will will forget your words and your actions but they'll never forget how you made them feel and yeah. so he was a good one that when i think of him i get a good feeling because of his charisma and the attention and effort that he put towards you as a person so and on top of being a like Like, a really cool rugby player. Like, tongue out when he's scoring tries. Like, eccentric was the word I think I might be looking for. As a person, he was a great guy. And I see now he's like an angel investor, putting value back into people. Like, I I love his vibe still. So
0: That's, That's really good. I like that. And the other question from Joe is, what is your top four prediction? Oh. Um...
1: That's a great question. I know what Joe would say that Bristol, because he loves Ellis Genge, and I know that we're playing tonight and he's still got the Ellis Genge factors coming. But I would say top four would be Chiefs, Saris. I've got to give Tigers their dues. Like they're going to they're gonna learn. They're going to still have a winning mindset. And then I think Bristol, because they've still got some big stars in there. I would love to see London Irish in there because I think they've built from the bottom up. Yeah. Um, so if London Irish were sneak into there, it would be over Bristol, perhaps. But like, because London Irish are a cool team, like, I love, yeah, I love, yeah. like, last year they won in the last minute, they drew a lot and they started winning at the end. Like, that's I think the culture that I think from the outside, the
0: culture they've got going is quite admirable. So, oh, that's fair. Um, London Irish has like quietly became like the rugby connections, like, neutral team,
1: yeah, like, justifiedly, like, oh, so a,
0: yeah, like, if you weren't a chief, like. For me, if you want a Chiefs yeah. fan, to you just support London Irish. Everybody's everybody's second team is the best way to put it,
1: apart from yeah. their own fans.
0: Yeah. Apart from their own fans, well, they're number one, which is yeah. always always the main thing. Um Harv has actually managed to ask a question. Oh nice. How do you feel about being part of Xarchis' meteoric rise? Uh, I probably would never have
1: looked back and gone, I was part of Xerchie's. My mom Tells me that I'm misappreciating everything, and I'm learning to value that a bit more. But I would yeah. never. I would just be like, I was part of the team. That um, I never see an individual as greater as greater than the whole. So when it comes to like Don, you played a meteoric rise. I'm like, ah, that's your opinion. That's great. But then I also know I have to value other people's opinions. So I go, I thank you for acknowledging that. But from my point of view, I was I was loyal to the cause and stuck to it, and I was grateful for a part I played in it. Big or small didn't really matter. The same way that I think I would look at guys that perhaps didn't play as much, but off the field they were absolute legends. And those people are just as important as the guys playing every week. So you're around a way to not answer your question directly, I suppose.
0: No, so that's fair. You are too humble for this. We're gonna to have to break <laughs> we're gonna to have to break this for it.
1: Oh, you can try, I don't know. We can it, try.
0: it has not it has not worked. Every every humble guess we've had, I've tried breaking them down and proper talking about their just their games and they're like, Yeah, but you know, it's a team game. I'm like, stop yeah, being you so should get nice. my mom you should get my mom
1: on here, then you'll get
0: some good insight. There we go. We'll get Mrs. Armand on. There we go. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> You've mentioned well, we've kind of talked about your illustrious career already. Who is your dream? back row partners so you get past and present like two picks for past two picks for present and obviously they'll be playing alongside of you
1: i mean obviously debuters um is. because is. if he's not in my team i have to play against him and so a good way to pick someone is someone you'd never want to play against I like um, that. Yeah, like that. which like means that. that you know that he's got a solid impact he's not just about being pretty and you know like debut is at six and then debut is at seven and debut is at eight is probably and then i come off the bench <laughs> no so i think i i'd love i love i have played games with them i love playing with them and then at eight if i'm picking people that i enjoyed playing with and have a good balance like sam simmons obviously is a good balance to have because he's quick and explosive yeah. um but then again like guys like julian Salvi, like Honestly, like all the dirty work gets done. No one even knows he's playing, which is yeah. amazing because he's not—he's not flash. He's just in making your iron shoulders and that. So there's—it depends on who we're playing that I change my four. But past like Thomas Wardrum, if you want a guy to just carry all day and you can do the lineup work and the tackling and all that and the breakdowns, then Tank is in there. So I suppose it'd be me and Dave, and then I'd be swapping my eights out. Or if Jules was playing,
0: then I'd have to get David eight myself and Jules at seven. So. That's fair, that's fair. I mean, you could have done players that you didn't have to play with. You could have just done players you really enjoy or admire. Yeah, I
1: think I'd be, I'd probably undervaluing because I'm very much a people's person. So if I was to play with someone, imagine picking someone that you go like, oh, wow, he plays really well on the on the field, but then yeah. off the field, he's, he's just not your type of person. So if I'm going to pick cool. someone, I need to be able to connect with them. And I know that like Dave, Simo, Tank, Jules, like all guys I've played with, I know their character. And then basically, like- basically, if you have a drink with them, is the yeah. But I, I mean, maybe not a drink, but because you can have a drink with almost anyone. But a coffee, because a coffee is like you can sit oh. down and have a coffee, and you're not worried about distractions of who's that and whatever. You're sitting down, you're having coffee, and you have to talk absolute value. So I could have a coffee with all those guys,
0: okay.
1: maybe a cake with a tank, um and feel fine. So yeah,
0: no, I, like that. I love the way how you. Turned that I love. Especially, <laughs> I've never thought of it like that. The whole you—if you go for a coffee with someone, you're having an in-depth conversation. It's the same with like road trips. If you go on a long drive yeah. with, even if it's just like like my, your dad or or one friend, you talk about everything purely because there's nothing else to do. Yeah.
1: or if your music taste
0: is terrible, is if your music
1: taste is different to your road trip person you're already not going to have a good time so yeah.
0: connecting with people and having similar like common ground is really important <laughs> that's that's a very fair point um i did hear that obviously at the tail end of your career you were watching a lot of the future stars just like work their ass off in the gym and all that is there any future stars you'd like to shine some light on to watch out yeah for? all of them so
1: i mean obviously chris twin's a whole a well well-rounded individual yeah um genuinely like a, he's gonna be a big ollie burrows the hooker um he's not getting much game time yet but when it comes to people that can rise to the occasion character talk like if you want to see a leader or someone that's got a bit more about him like i really want to see him do well because he's got it up here and i haven't seen him play much but i from what i've seen he's got it physically and then it'd be unfair to say like i could list the thing is i believe in human potential so like I've, all the youngsters that I came through, I was like, I'd spend a lot more time with those two because they happened to be injured at the time I was injured at the end of my career. So I'd see them a lot and talk to them a lot. But then there's other guys like Tom Cairns, who's a nine, he's up and coming. Dafford Jenkins, he's just hardcore. Like there's a whole, there's a, there's a good bunch of guys coming through that I'm like, mm. like when you see Chiefs fans going, oh, what's happened to the team? I'm like, hold on, guys. Just, yeah. just watch. Just watch and learn. Just watch and don't don't have a bad opinion about anyone. Just let them grow.
0: That's fair. Um, I have got a question. I'm not writing it down. It's just because the last time we had a former ex chief on, they asked me it, so I'm going to throw it on to you. And then I'll let you guess who asked me it as well. Okay. So the question is, who has had more work done, Tom Cruise or Stuart Hogg?
1: well obviously Tom Cruise <laughs> I love Hoggy I love Hoggy so he's had no work done That's <laughs> um, who would have asked that
0: yeah test. without what without can us up Jack Yendall no, no it's it the kind exactly. of
1: thing Jack Endo, he, he or Sladey they wasn't would throw Slendy, that thing out No, they're
0: not they're not currently at Chiefs they're oh, still so playing. fast player fast oh player. Player. yes okay I'm trying to think not is it Full Dolman No, no. I'm not going to get him. No, it was Nick White.
1: (laughs) Of course, of course. Little little Terrier. He's doing so well. I'm so chuffed for him too. His move to OZ. His move to Chiefs and then to OZ has been phenomenal. I love. I'm a big fan.
0: Yeah. Again, he was the one that we couldn't break, humble-wise. He was very very driven. Well, you see, he is smart. He's cunning. He's
1: cunning. He He knew what to say. Whitey, if you're listening, I know you knew what to say.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. I hope he is. He's a friend of the show. He's, that's good. It's all. You now have to listen to every episode going forward as well, man. That's... I will do my best. I'll play
1: it <laughs> five times speed and try and see if my brain can catch up.
0: No, I'm only kidding. But yeah, Nick was very driven, very humble. Looking at the bigger picture, sort of like yourself, I think that might have just been.
1: Yeah, he,
0: No, he he's he's a hard worker though.
1: He's. I think when it comes to rugby, it's his thing. Like. I can see when Nick is done with rugby playing, he go he'll go in and coach it like he's that's his thing. So
0: that's no, that's fair. Yeah, no, he asked we were talking about films and all that, and he went, I've I've got a question for you and go on then. And who's had more work done on their face? Tom Cruiser, Poggy. I was like, I am not answering this, I'm not comfortable. Clever, clever. That's a good good stance to take. I love Hoggie though, so because yeah, I'm, yeah, of course. Actually, I, honestly, I'm Scott, I don't know. I'm like Scottish, I'm Chiefs. Yeah, he's, now that we've got an opportunity.
1: Like we're bringing him up. Like he's like he is an absolutely golden individual and a yeah. golden guy and a golden rugby player. And he's captain of Scotland and everything. And yeah. you still have. And if you are one of these fans, I have a rugby mentorship page that I've that I that I run, and I yeah. put on there. Don't come in this if you're going to have an opinion about an individual that is not constructive. And in fact, yeah. we can just stay away from individual opinions because the, I don't – I don't. Ha- I think there's a place for it. The place for it is when you're having drinks with your friends and you're watching the game and you can give it, and that's as far as it goes. But yeah. I saw like we – the Chiefs lost the game the weekend and so many people were like, yes. oh, I dropped the ball this, you dropped the ball. And I'm like, what do you get out of it? So if you're listening, guys, I love you, and you make the game, but let's yeah. try and shift. If you wanted to – like the really – you always support the team that's good if you want to criticize criticize the team because the team is the team yeah they are not individuals that are making conscious decisions to specifically play in a certain way like everyone there is coached yeah, um, yeah. and when people are playing badly the people that make them that help them are the fans yeah. because they are their own worst critics already so huh. that maybe helps change perspective
0: I don't understand I, and, and what, not just for wholege. Or yeah Nick or no, it's, Huggies it's, one example of hundreds. Yeah no, I I get that. I don't get or the one that hurts my head the most is say we'll just use Chiefs as the example. Yeah. yeah. Say, say Chiefs win by three points. It's a slugfest, last kick of the game sort of thing, and people moan that we didn't win by enough. Who cares? Did we win? Yeah.
1: It's not their place. Yeah, win is a win.
0: Win's a win. You if it was a Champions Cup final and you won by a last-minute kick, and it was a slugfest, you wouldn't complain, uh, yeah. you know, we could have done more. No, you're, you're European champions. You've done it. Yeah. Shush. Well, I also think you can... I think there's... Everyone has a right to an opinion, yeah. but I think
1: where yeah. we, we as people, play ourselves short is the way we communicate that opinion, because it's one thing having an opinion, and it's, it's another thing putting it across in completely the wrong way. So your example is if someone has an opinion that they should have won by more, they can say, I'm so glad we won. Do you know what? Like, I'm really interested in to see how the character of the team grows because if we want a proper winning mindset, we should be winning these games by more. And that's yeah. not like, that's just saying, it's it's exciting. We won. to acknowledge it. But what we'll do is like, that was a terrible performance. We just won. We should have won by more. And it's like, it's the same thing said in different ways. And communication as a whole is key. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and like something that I... I realized that you have to learn how to communicate. It's not just, you don't just get taught in school. by mistakes. And there's lots of books out there. Like one is called Lean, um, not Lean Communication, (laughs) Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg. If you haven't heard of it or read it, read it. You'll learn a lot and you'll get along with a lot more people because you'll understand how to communicate.
0: I mean, I've actually left like fan pages and all that. Just because you get people that are, I want to say entitled, they feel
1: that it, it, of- it is. We don't like, we can't really cast judgment. I, it is comes across as entitled, but what it is, is they are passionate and that is their way that they've learned to communicate. But if you actually sat them down and had a coffee with them, yeah. they would be able to articulate it in a different way. It's just what social media does is goes, we have to type this and then they see other people typing and they go, okay, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. So, yes. Again, I believe in all humans. So I would love to have the time to be like the social media corrector for rugby fans and sit there and just type and be like, Hey guys, it's okay. Like, but you like that overly positive spiritual mom that comes around and like makes everything better. Like, I think we just need to get a bit of perspective and go to the other extreme to find the middle ground. So it's there. Don't get me wrong. Like don't let, I think it also is important. We like, we're talking about a five percent of the fan group oh, yeah. that are passionate and just communicate in the wrong way versus ninety five percent of the people are like are absolute rock stars. So, yeah,
0: I think the best thing I've ever been told personally through all of this was again it was it was Nick that said it that pointed out to me that I'm the me personally I'm not a rugby fan I'm a rugby supporter and there's a big yeah. difference. Yeah, that I yeah. will follow, I will follow my teams through thick and thin, win was a draw. I'm there the next week. Yeah. Whereas a strong majority of people will, will be lost, not interested, and then they yeah. win again. Oh, let's let's go back because they won. That's the thing is that is inter- that's an interesting concept.
1: So, like, if you're a rugby supporter, it means you support the team. So, yeah. if someone goes after an individual, I love it when I see other fa- other supporters going. There's no need to talk about that person. Yeah. It's a team thing because then you know that's a that's probably a good definition of what you're saying is. A supporter supports. Yes, he knows that sometimes guys are going to play badly, but you know, there's no need to absolutely hammer them. Again, a fan won't know the difference. So,
0: Yeah, 100%. I think the other one, again, on like when people point the finger at certain players, it might be a bit extravagant of a quote, but form is temporary, class is permanent. Like, you can yeah. generally be like, the best player in the world because you're going to have an off day. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Not every game's going to be, oh, look at him, he's amazing, or she's amazing. It's, oh, that wasn't the best. But, you know, the kind of player they are, they'll bounce back. And then, like, again, Yeah, we'll talk about Hoggy. Hoggy will bounce back from that. Yeah. Yeah, and, of course
1: he will. He's, cl- he's and, mint. And, he's, he's sound.
0: And silence the haters. Yeah. And get all the, everyone on the bandwagon again. Then something will go wrong, and you get everyone hating him again. And it's just a, it's a vicious circle. Stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah, just just stop, just stop. What are you doing? <laughs> I I've never understood how, and this isn't this isn't more rugby. This is more just sport in general. I don't get how you go from, um, oh, damn it, we lost that game to, I hope that player dies because of. X-Y. I'm like, how did you get that? I've
1: never seen that, but that is extreme.
0: I've never, I've seen some of that. It, it's, it's mostly like in other sports, but you yeah. see it and I'm
1: just like... Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. And it's, just, fa- that's I, fanatical. Though. It's, like Again, like it's it's fanatical. Like people, they obviously wouldn't say that in person and actually mean it. I think we just need to realise that it does have yeah. an effect on the players.
0: That's the one I always look at. Like the really hateful comments. I just like, would you say that to their face? Because I don't think yeah. you would. The problem is, there's there's a very small percentage of the people like, yeah, I would say
1: that to their face. But then you're like, okay, we need to... uh, Obviously, the culture of the sport that you're in hasn't shown you that that's not acceptable. And so keep being involved in it, but learn. Yeah, exactly. I
0: mean, The big one, uh, the pod's dealing with for now, well, individually, but the people of the pod, is like, who cares about women's rugby? I care. That's what I'm talking about.
1: And
0: that's that's, that's like my whole philosophy. If I don't like something, I'm not going to mention it. Yeah, because it would just put me in a sour mood. Yeah. Whereas I love rugby, I love all rugby, so I will talk about all the rugby.
1: Yeah, like you said, you said before recording, you don't just talk about one thing; you talk about all rugby.
0: Talk about we talk about so much, Don. Yeah. I've un, I, I think I've underplayed how much we talk about. <laughs> we, That's good. We, we constantly talk about like games that happen that week, and then like. London Irish, oh, we've had two guests from London Irish, so we, we mentioned that because it's yeah. a those interviews or oh, this game. Oh, we've had somebody from that team, and it just kind of, yeah, it's a weird mixture we have.
1: but yeah. it works. That's good. I think there's there's it works because there's a lot of people out there that like that kind of content. So, so yeah. Great...
0: I mean, you've crushed all the serious the serious part. Actually, I've got one more serious question, and then yeah. we're going to add something totally different. I'm not What's so sure your... funny stuff. It's more personal. Oh, sorry, ask you. the question. Ask the question. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, what's your fondest memory of being a chief? Um, that's a great question. I know. <laughs> probably would I probably said the LV
1: Cup was was the first bit of silverware. It was, mm. a, was a big day. Um, I like I came back from getting married the week before, and only was on the bench because someone got injured. So I got him to be the bench and came on in the final. Um, that's a very close tie with the Toulon away game that we played. Um, in was it 2008 or nine? I think that was huge. I think that was the biggest European Cup game that the club had been involved in, and I got to start that. Like that was cool. That was a cool moment because we went out afterwards and drank the drank in a pub that ran out of booze. But we it wasn't just us. We were drinking with all the supporters that went up. So it was like a um, complete mix of like. Fans and supporters and players, and that was a cool
0: evening. That was a cool day, cool event, cool memory. I love that. I love it when I think both the teams I follow uh, are very close to my heart like Exeter and Edinburgh are a very community based team.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, you know, like if you've seen, I don't know, like John, it's just a made up name, don't worry. If you've seen
1: (laughs) John, John Smith.
0: (laughs) Probably, yeah. If you see John, Week one, and he's there. And a few weeks time, you're oh, John, nice to see you again. How's the wife? How's the cat? And you end up be- almost becoming friends with those people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah, yeah. and it is important because we say connections are really important. So connecting with the fans, knowing who they are, getting to know their names, and like there were a few people that like were were avid supporters, then would just disappear, and I would generally go, I wonder where that person is.
0: And I still yeah. don't know, but
1: because they're not my friends, I can't like
0: hunt yeah, them no. down and
1: find out but it's just yeah you're appreciated
0: if you're listening by the way there you go see he's... Don Armand really does love everyone I love <laughs> um, so that, now we're going into the more personal side of things I'd say yeah it's it's getting to know Don so what is your favourite food cuisine or style of food Don? Sushi Sushi oh. definitely oh, we're off to our backs, we? <laughs> <laughs> what's yours <laughs> I I don't really like Italian. I think you can't go wrong with Italian. I don't okay. I don't like fish. That's probably the big. Okay, yeah, that's fine.
1: I mean, Italian. I get you've got a wide range of like pastas and pizzas and stuff yeah, like that. That's good.
0: I think especially if you're you you know yourself as a parent, if you need to chuck something together quickly, pasta. Italian's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. You can't go wrong with it. Just oh no, I've got twenty minutes. To pasta done. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, but what kind of sushi? Oh, well, everything
1: except there's sushi called nigiri, which is like a a rice in the shape of finger with a piece of fish over it. I'm like, that's not me. Like, I want to, I want to decorate it. I want like fish eggs and mayo and crispy onions and like I want the, I want, I want pretty patterns made with salmon and something else and then something else put on and like little um fish eggs on top. They're called salmon roses. I think it's because. When I was at uni, we had an all-you-eat, all-you-can-eat place in Cape Town that I used to go with with my friends, and it was such like we used to go like every other week, and it was such a good, those was, was really good memories on the food. That's why like when I have sushi here, I'm like, oh, I love sushi. Like, well, even though well. after you've eaten sushi, like I feel so full, I feel sick, but it's fun. <laughs> <That's>
0: it. <laughs> I thought, well, I don't obviously know much about sushi, so I, when you said nigiri there, I thought I was like, is that the one? There's one that you have with squid, and you have to cut out the poison sack.
1: Oh no! I think that's just prawn. isn't that just with prawns? I don't
0: know. I don't but like prawns;
1: it's too messy. But there's one more crayfish, actually, or lobster. I don't get it, or crab. Well, you have to like, break it to. No, I just don't get. Why would you pay, say, like some restaurants, like 200 pounds for a lobster? And I'm like, I've never had. I've tried loads of different flavors, and I'm like, not once I've been like, oh, I get it. Like, it's, I've always just been like, why? I'd rather have like a crispy chip than this lobster. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Favorite film? Um, I Love You, Man.
0: Oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah, what honestly, a it's such a good film. And not what many I've people have seen that. that. The and just yes. stuff. Yeah. 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 Great film. Great. Such awkward humor. It's such a good tale of... I love it. It's such a good film. I was just really. genuinely
0: not expecting that. Oh, that's amazing. I'll look. These are the questions I like. The questions... Yeah. you get answers and you're just like, that's not what I was expecting.
1: Oh, how about this one, right? And this is like a complete opposite end of the spectrum, but yeah. Boondock Saints. Have you seen that? I've not, no. Uh, see, like, that was such an underrated movie. Like it is. It's got a lot of violence in it. Okay. But it's these two Irish brothers that have like taken on themselves to take out like bad guys, like gangs and stuff. But it's oh, the they're... way they do it, and the like the way it's filmed, and like I would highly recommend watching Boondock Saints if you haven't. It's really cool.
0: That's fair. I mean, have you seen The Gentleman? No. There's one. Okay. It keep, the way it's again. Well, the way it's filmed, it keeps you thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm trying not to spot. There's a thing at the start. And you're like, all right cool and then halfway through it's like how did that's how we got to there yeah so and oh it's so good
1: uh, you piqued my interest I'll, I'll give a i'll give it a, a squeeze
0: yeah yeah no it's, it's really good it's it's actually one of my I, i'm a big marvel fan i love marvel yeah. i was one disappointed
1: my- in the uh final marvel film where they all came together what's it even called
0: the end game
1: yeah disappointing oh. you can't like and i'll tell you why you can't make thor fat like you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't make this guy that's that's like you have built up to be the god of thunder and he's absolutely epic and then the last one he's he's overweight he's an alcoholic like complete disappointment in who he was don't get me wrong like don't misquote me yeah and then i thought when he was finally worthy again to pick up the hammer that he would transform back into thor but he <laughs> didn't and that moment, I'll never, like, I still can feel how raw that, like, I was like, I can't enjoy this movie now because I love Thor. And you ruined the character and you didn't revive him. And then you had Captain Marvel, who's built up to be, incre- like, the world's strongest superhero in the universe. All mm-hmm. she does is destroy a ship in that. And then that's it. Like, the whole time is, like, we need Captain Marvel. And she comes in, destroys a ship. And then it's, like,
0: the ending's was, great. The ending's that great. I had- was like, like, Thor. That was, I, I part, that was my only big fall on Endgame, is the whole Captain Marvel thing, because I think I went to the cinema to watch it with my friends. And then, like, as soon as you fly, like, I mean, it's not a spoiler. If you've not seen Endgame at this point, you're yeah. sitting under our We can talk. Or turn it off and go watch yeah, it, it right off. now. Yeah, skip, skip about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she flies through, the ship comes down, and I'm like, where were you? Like, if yeah. you did that like an hour ago? Yeah, that was the end of the back. world. Yeah it was just so stupid in fact it took like one hit and I was like where were you earlier and it was just one of those thoughts maybe that's why it's
1: such a good movie though because it didn't live up to expectations disappoints you and then does what it did to Iron Man and you're like oh my gosh okay now that's epic I'll
0: still cry every time (laughs) even though I know it's coming now I know it's coming I'm like "Ah." and then my body just goes get tissues because you're going to (laughs) cry here (laughs) it is I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) because <laughs> as soon as it snapped there's a video. It's, it's on uh, like TikTok and all that, and it's it's so well put together. You'd think it was real. Yeah. So it was. It's the uh, um, Iron Man in the snap, and when it goes white, it's back to Iron Man one after the exp- like the first explosion when he's in the yeah. Jeep. It's like if it was all a dream. I was like, oh, really imagine it was all a dream
1: be like straight back to grade four English where you write a whole story and then say and then I woke up in a sort of dream and your teacher says this is not a good story.
0: Yeah I did that <laughs> I did that in my, my English exam so like yeah, actually the be all and end all exam I was writing this big massive war story describing like all the senses and everything you're seeing and then I woke and then I wrote I'm dead I don't know why <laughs> my brain just like went off at the end of it I'm dead and my teacher marked me down so far. See, if you just remove those last three words, it would have been a perfect...
1: Perfect. What could perfect, have been? I was just like... Uh, what could have been?
0: Doesn't matter. I'm still, I'm still doing this. That's so all good. <laughs> <laughs> favourite music or f- song? Um,
1: that's a good question. At the moment, favourite music is musical binaural beats that's more just like stuff I put on all day when I'm trying to work because it keeps me occupied. But it's not like, if we go song, song, I could actually tell you what is my most played. That's just, my dog was barking. I didn't know (laughs) if it was a dog or a child. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So my top songs of 2020 um, is called Narcotic, Liquido Narcotic. It's a great song. Um, But, yeah, what I got by Sublime is like a classic that never gets old with me. Like, it was Dave Myra BMX on PlayStation 1, a certain downhill track. And I kept repeating it because you have to do a certain, like, way you jump up the ramp with certain speed and timing. And if you miss it, you restart. And when you restart, the song restarts. So, like, it was just on the loop. Yeah. So that's, that's where that comes from. So, like, I'll tell you my, like, my top 10 yeah and a lot of them had to do with like you're trying to listen to rugby songs that like G you up yeah so it's like freeloader by max riven uh narcotic liquid well that's a remix by someone else but liquido narcotics the original someday by kygo and zach brown great song um perfect you will be found oof that one's that one's not there because of rugby that's a great song though um what i got breaking me by topic or a7z walk me home by pink that's a great song um, and then yeah, surviving by Sondra. I don't even know what that song is, but I need to listen to it. Then I'll know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Perfect. Thank you, Spotify, for the your top songs of 2020. Appreciate. Yes, it. it's always it's
0: always helpful when you just look at Spotify. It's yes. helpful until you realize that your top ten are like, wow, what am I listening to? I'm going to change my music. The worst. It was actually 2020 was the worst one for me. So like, there's mm-hmm. your top songs, and it came up top artists. Now I became a, uh, I became a dad in 2020. So my number mm. one uh, yep. artist of 2020 was The Wiggles.
1: Yeah, uh, you were going to go and, there.
0: I actually started,
1: I bought a duo subscription Spotify for that exact reason, because my whole Spotify, which was perfect, playlists, yep. genres, suggestions, yep. was perfect. And yep. then the kids came over and I had three different playlists for them and it messed up all my suggestions. And I was like, Just I can't take this. It. Like, I, love, I love my music, so...
0: Yeah, same. I'm the exact same, and I've got him into my music now. Like he's at that age now. You play a song, and you see him just bobbing his head in the back. And
1: yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, music is good. Music's important for the soul. I think it is hundred percent. PlayStation Five or Xbox?
1: Neither PC. PC. Yeah, I I like look at this. So we've got one screen, two screens. We are three screens. There's my keyboard. There's my computer down there, down there, underneath there. Oh, my God. And then I've got my sayings there. Oh, nice. Like that. And oh, then nice. choice. Yeah, that's
0: a good setup, yeah. Because obviously I stream from it, so of course. I built the I computer knew, myself. I knew, I knew as soon as I wrote PS5 or Xbox, especially PC.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always used so to answer to the classics, like I had PS1 ps2 xbox 360 ps4 and then i then i switched over to computers so okay yeah so I've, ps1 I've was like my original love so i give it to playstation but awesome. we were in zimbabwe i got the ps1 mini that was only big enough for like the disc and then two yes. buttons and yeah. then i got that because we were in zim i got that chipped so you could play copy games and yes. then there was a shop that sold copied games in the main shopping center and once a month i got pocket money which was just enough to buy one game so in about a year's two year span i had i had like loads of games it was just like piles
0: i wish i kept them. i'm the exact same i've been very loyal to place i did have an xbox for a little bit but
1: yeah i had an xbox because my mate had an xbox the 360 and then yeah
0: i really want the xbox because of the connect okay and then because of the way my room was laid out yeah Connect work properly because had to be so far apart. Yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually had but, that. I had that one too. Yeah, it didn't work. So I went back to PlayStation and I've had was that like the tail end of PS1?
1: Yeah. Have you ever PS2? tried scuff
0: controllers? No, no, but that looks cool. I like that. So I they have it, like right?
1: those buttons replace your X and your Square or whichever one you program them to. So when you're holding it, like you can Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. No, I'm. I'm quite. kind of Dicky, for that.
0: Yeah, he's a big gamer as well. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Who's a better gamer though? You're.
1: No, Where he's. Are so he's very. He's a good gamer, and we play different games. Though. Like first-person shooters, he just he's obsessive. It's incredible. Whereas I'm more like League of Legends is my thing. Or yeah, I'm not. I'm not that good at first-person shooters. Oh, oh I'm no. more like if like Battlefield this two or whichever one, like you could be a medic. I was, I was hundred percent Hacksaw Ridge. I was like, give me a medic. I'm going to run. I'm going to revive you under like a hail of bullets. I'm not going to shoot anyone. I'm good. I'm good to go.
0: Yeah. I'm very panicky. Not all shooters, just just college. I'm rubbish at it. Yeah, me too. And all my friends used to play it. And they're like, right, Morris, start shooting. I'm like, ah, bang, grenade, drop a grenade yeah. at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Walk out of
1: cover, get shot. I don't know. That's fun.
0: Yeah, just like, oh, i have meant to do that. It's time yeah. for my dinner anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> well shame. <shouldn't. laughs> like, deliberately end yourself so you could go and get something else or just step away. Oh, I did have a, like, a shooter themed for you, but you're not a shooter. Kind no, of go for it. Give me a chance. I can play them. I'm not very good at them. It's it's just a fun. It's just, is it Call of Duty or Fortnite?
1: Uh, cards. I think Fortnite is very limited. I like Fortnite.
0: I, yeah, I like it,
1: but, like, don't forget COD. Like, let's just be realistic Yeah, Fortnite's gone too much now. Like, there's a 100 different game modes. There's there's so many, too many different things. Yeah. Um, But it still was in its time when it first came out. Was We played that all the time. But COD, like, don't forget, COD, you were entertained by one game mode in this Team Deathmatch. And then they added Domination and Capture the Flag and Hardpoint. And then they yeah. had Zombies. And like within that, they created like an eight series thing between the the Treyarch and the whoever else made it between like Black Ops and Modern Warfare. Yeah. And like COD, hands down, is a way better franchise than, than Fortnite.
0: I mean, I've never, I've never actually done any of the team things or capture. For, I just did the story. Yeah. Oh really? So you didn't do multiplayer? Yeah. I, I, I'm a very I love story games. Yeah. So like Red Dead Redemption Two
1: great yeah Where's great
0: them, they, i got it's you fantastic like i'm um, what like some games you kind of skip the cut scenes and you get the gist yeah i didn't,
1: you get I into didn't skip
0: any of it i'm like so assassin's I mean, creed do you like assassin's creed i love this i love all yeah. assassins yeah, yeah
1: story mode wise that's great
0: i know some get their like slag and it's like rugby players yeah but yeah. i like all of them i know that's obviously you do have your favorites but you do get some, and I like the way they're doing it, like nowadays. So you've got like the Egypt one, you've got yeah. Valhalla, so like, like yeah, the and Valhalla it's all one. different. It's all different yeah. themes, and I'm like, I love that. But yeah, I'm right into nice. Assassin's Creed. I like Grand Theft Auto, but not the online. I don't. Yeah, I don't... I've never
1: played the online unless we were with friends and we played this, the missions together.
0: Oh no! So what I, if I was ever playing with friends, what I would do was. To take turns, would so if it was me and you playing, yeah, you play till you're dead,
1: yeah, yeah. okay, and then swap over.
0: So, as soon as you're dead, it's my turn, or is your turn, yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. how the, oh, that's the OG way of multiplayer, isn't it? Proper, proper OG of multiplayer, yeah. yeah, and then you get your FIFA as well, which is helpful just to play against friends.
1: See, I was more of a PES man, Pro Evolution soccer.
0: Well, controversial on that. <laughs> Until 2010 or 2011,
1: and then Pez completely like ruined it, and then I stopped playing.
0: The bit that always made me laugh on the older Pez games was like North London Reds. So I was quite clearly Arsenal, but you don't yeah. have the... They didn't have the rights. If yeah, they'd had have the them. rights, honestly, they would have
1: been better than FIFA, because... What I didn't like about FIFA was when you played someone that played a lot, they would pass into the wings, take it up the side, cross it in, put a header in and score. Like there's yeah. two, it was two was there wasn't enough like variability. Whereas pairs, it, you you could go down the middle if you knew what you're doing. You could go down the right, but it wouldn't always work. Like it was more realistic. Yeah. I think true. but FIFA beat them to get in the rights. And then I think once you don't play with players, you
0: know, then it's not as exciting. Yeah, when you start having to guess who the player is meant to be, it's that's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Even if even if you have a wild imagination, but <laughs> it's easier yeah. just to shout like or like Gerard or, or Lampard, especially if you're going for like an absolute screamer. Yeah. You have to do you have to do it. You can't shout a generic name, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's part of it. It's all part of identity. Exactly. <laughs> um favorite pizza topping. Pineapple. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no if um, i'm honest
1: i knew it. that's so controversial it's actually the best pizza i've ever had was a margarita pizza which is just the base and the cheese yeah. with an extra bit of cheese on and they had this hot sauce that they it was in cape town you were overlooking the sea and it just hit right it just was like there was no other toppings other than that and it was perfect
0: that's fair yeah i can't i, can't, a I do like
1: to- hawaiian though i do like Hawaiian and I don't know why people don't like it. So the best, if you were to, if you want an honest opinion on pizzas in this country, in Britain, is there are light years behind South Africa. Um, I don't know why you put sweet corn on a pizza. It's weird. I don't uh, get it. I yeah.
0: don't. I've never done it. But the I've standard,
1: found- like there were takeaway pizza joints in South Africa. And actually there's a place called Panerati's, right? You sit down in Panoratis, and you could order this chicken, bacon and avo and feta. Pie, uh, pizza no pineapple yeah. sorry and then they would bring you a, a, a silver bowls in the middle that had garlic parmesan chilies and something else mm. and you would never need another pizza it's a crispy base you had fresh rocket if you wanted to put over like honestly the, those pizzas they just you don't get those ingredients here and i don't know why and i'm like they're so obvious if i was to open a food business which i never will like <laughs> i would do i would take the south african recipe pizzas and make them here
0: fair but no, I'm with you on that the sweet corn thing did catch me off I remember I think it was like my first job I worked at a Papa John's and you get the like the create your own
1: yeah Yeah.
0: guy came in and you get five I think for a 12 inch pizza it was like eight pound if you want five toppings it's an extra five or something like that and he went can I get jalapenos and I was like yeah so I did one like one serving no 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 Five lots of jalapenos. I'm like, no. See, so what's uh, a lot? Just, just how, hal- like five toppings worth of jalapenos mm-hmm. on a mac- on a cheese and tomato pizza. Mate, fair. Each to their own, eh? East I made it. It's my job, but I was just, I was making
1: it, <laughs> it and I'm just like, this is. Do you think good. he was getting that to spite someone?
0: Yeah. I was like, at what point is this? Be- like, do you stop me? i being- like, mate, I'm only joking.
1: <laughs> now, no, no.
0: I'll put, okay. No, there was another one, and again, this is the worst. This is by far the worst pizza I ever made. Again, the whole five toppings: sweet corn. So it's already a big no for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Crispy onions.
1: Yeah, I can do those.
0: Um, jalapenos again. Um, shredded chicken, and then anchovies. I was like, that is disgusting. Horrible interesting
1: yeah i like cal um what are they called calipers why does that word not seem like it's that little salty um like raisin thing you put with salmon and sour cream something with a c kelp Calp, kelpers i think no no we're way off We. i was gonna say because there's
0: calipers on a car calipers <laughs> is the yeah, is thing like yeah. a cany- <laughs> i will cal- I why to- can't i get it I tried to think we were going to Google. Salty, salmon, snack, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to... Why can I not?
1: Anyway, carry on and I'll, it'll come to me.
0: Oh, you fine. Um, biggest capers, capers. Capers. You weren't barrel. Yeah, that's close. Bloody callipers. I didn't have to <laughs> Google that either. I thought of it before. Mm, <laughs> I I'm promise. sure. I'm oh, sure. Um, your biggest inspiration and why? What, for rugby or life? Life. We'll go for life. This is about you, not as a, as a rugby player. So we'll go for life. Um, my biggest inspiration is me in five years. I'm genuinely, that is fun, off, it?
1: like two or three months ago. Like I get that completely because, and I'll explain why. It's important to give context. Like okay. everyone says, don't try and be perfect. And I get that. But then again, do we, set ourselves short by not trying to raise our standards because we go I'm not perfect so I'm just fine whereas if your goal if you're like if your hero and your inspiration is you in five years time and your your vision of what you're in five years time is how do you look how do you feel who are your friends are you happy what's your character like are you a good person are you upstanding when you need to be the right at the right time are you a good husband are you a good father are you a good friend are you someone that's reliable what's your integrity like like all these things like that if you know what that is like in five years time why would anyone else or anything else inspire you so like if you can make that your inspiration every single day you wake up and you go i don't feel like doing this today you go but listen remember what we need to be like in five years time you go okay yeah i need to keep working but then again if you wake up and you have a terrible day you also have that perspective like listen it's okay this is how you are now not how you're gonna be in five years time so you keep going um but then when since I've said that like now a lot of things inspire me so the London marathon thing like I said I've never run that I've entered it now and I'm like someone's like what if you don't get it and you run I'm like oh I don't know and then like and I'm like actually because it suits me it's it's like adds to my five years time character I will will try and run through charity because it's an important thing to have gone through done like challenged and you you share the inspiration and like it enables like there's two other people that I've challenged to do it since I've signed up and they've done it. I'm like, that's incredible. So like you find inspiration within yourself and you find it out outside of yourself. But I think, yeah, other than that, like my wife, my wife genuinely inspires me. She's she, we, we work on each other with each other for each other a lot. So like when we start to go off piste, we can correct each other. And that's a, like that's a that's something we've had to work on. And it's a privilege because if it's my wife that is someone that inspires me, I don't have to look far. Whereas if it's friends and then your friends say, go into a busy period in their life, you lose that inspiration. So yeah. And then I'm also fortunate enough to live with my mom and my in-laws and my mom's a good inspiration and hopefully she'll be listening to this and she needs to hear it. Like she's she's gone through a lot and like she's had an impressive lifestyle and she's a role model that I do look up to the same way, like the same way that I look up to someone that's made, So, like Elon Musk is a good inspiration. Because he's thinking big and I'm really big into thinking big. So yeah, there's a lot of things that I find inspiration from at the moment. And that's quite refreshing to answer your question in a short way.
0: Yeah, it's good. I like this. I'm loving this. Um, obviously you did mention running earlier, so this might be perfect. Strength and conditioning or cardio. Which like what do you prefer? Um, mixture, body
1: weights. Safe. Yeah, uh, it is. So like I think of it from a holistic point of view be all and end all, if you had to choose one, it'd be cardio, because I think you can live a relatively healthy lifestyle with cardio alone, But and then without strength and conditioning. But if you want to go aesthetics and, you know, certain outcomes, you need the strength and conditioning. But again, like, there's other things to think about strength and conditioning is like repetitive strain to build the muscles is putting strain in your joints. So the weights that you're lifting then is actually might impact you in the longer term. And so that's why, like, I immediately went to body weight because if you if it's your body weight that you're doing, then you can build up the muscles around to support the body weight. Um, Yeah, yeah, I've thought a lot about it.
0: (laughs) I feel like you already know the questions before I've actually answered. I've asked them, so
1: I've had three months to think about most things. So
0: yeah, no, that's 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 good. Do you have any tattoos?
1: Yes, one on my finger there. I got... <laughs>
0: What's a TMO?
1: It a TMD, TMD. not oh, TMD. TMD. It was TMO. That would have been way too rugby. There's way too rugby. There's way too much there. No, so we went on a team building thing in a foreign country when I still played rugby. And you obviously have a good time. And some guys got uh, tattoos. So I went and got one. And TMD is truly, madly, deeply something that my wife and I, the song that we like, and we had previously spoken about getting tattoos. And so I was just like, I'll get one there because it's not like an outrageously bad one across your chest or anything. It was something small, something yeah. I never thought I would do. And I did. And I'm like, I quite like it now because some people hate tattoos and it's like, well, I really like it. So it's, it's been a good lesson for me to go, if I like it, that's more important than upsetting other people. Yeah. And actually,
0: yeah, then it's fine. So yeah, I've got a tattoo. I think the fun bit for me is... But- I love talking about tattoos because I've got quite a few. Like, yeah. Oh, nice. There's, well, I don't know if you can see it, but I've got a quote in there. It's, what is that? It says, too weird to live, too rare to die. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I love the quote, and I didn't realise until after I got it, it's one of my favourite bands, like earlier albums as well. The yeah, name who of the is album. It? Panic at the Disco.
1: Oh yeah, but honestly, they're a great band. So,
0: know, so Panic in the Disco it.
1: and Pez were my go-to when I played. I was my, me and my housemate used to play when I was in Digs in South Africa.
0: Oh, nice! No, yeah. Panic. it was and a it 2012
1: album. It was a, it was great.
0: That's so good. I mean, it wasn't until after I got to. I just seen the quote somewhere. Oh, that's brilliant! That, like, because people think I'm a bit like, oh, Murray, you're weird. I'm like, yeah, but if I was gone, you'd you'd miss me. So everyone's weird in their own way, aren't they? Exactly. So I got it. And then it wasn't until I clicked like let's listen to Panic. Like I was in that you know like when you're in a mood
1: where you yeah. just want to
0: listen to that one artist. I was like, let's put some Panic! panica disco on and it's two weird to today. I was like, Oh cool, now it's got a double. Really yeah, I yeah. like it. And then I've got I've got my both my calves done, but I can't be bothered to stand up. And I've got the Thor Hammer so there you go. Yeah, of course, nice, my man. <laughs> and yeah. And I got my neck done, but that was done. When I was underage, so it's like it's slightly addicting, isn't it, I think it's the weirdest thing ever because the pain—I hate it. I hate getting tattooed. It hurts. I don't. I don't like wince and pain. I kind of just like grip my teeth and yeah. get on with it. But I think when I got, because I got a few tattoos in like a very short succession of time, so it wasn't too bad. But then, like COVID happened, you have a you have a baby and blah blah blah. So the Thor tattoo and it's it's about this big. It's it's a it's actually palm song, Sorry. Yeah. It's not it's not big at all. It's literally just the hammer with a little bit of like lightning coming off it. Heart like yeah. Certain <laughs> areas yeah. Like just on the inside of my calf, and I was like, right, okay, it's it's fine. I've had my calf done before. Soon as the needle touched, I'm like, "Oh my god!"
1: <laughs> you got to earn the Thor one though. That's why,
0: because I'm embracing the power of Thor. There you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. You don't. Nothing comes easy. Nothing good comes easy.
0: Nothing. I was just going to ask. Would you get any other tattoos? And if so, what would I get? What would you get?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd probably get a Nyami Nyami, um, which is the river god of Kriba. Like, it's some. It's a symbol of like never forget your roots. And I think oh. I'd get it there. Another yeah. subtle one because it's for me, yeah. not like um and if I was to get another one, I don't know if I get one other, apart from that, maybe a flame lily, which also also the national flower of Zimbabwe. Um it's nice. just again, it's the whole theme of never forget your roots. So yeah. I would, but I'm in no rush to get one. It's something I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. So
0: that's right. You could yeah. use that as your five year thing as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. I added in
0: okay. I'll get that in five years. Get five years. years. Ah, we'll no, see. I like that.
1: I like it. <laughs> Maybe I should just because of integrity.
0: One thing that you love doing, but you don't get to do it often.
1: Gaming. <laughs> no, if I'm get- honest,
0: I don't <laughs> get to, like, oh, I'm trying to
1: run the business. Not like, I, I'd love to be able to sit and just game. Like yeah. last night was the first time I've done a Thursday night stream where I get to game. And that's the first time I've gamed on stream properly. Like I don't really count phasmophobia as gaming. I actually like I like gaming with my mates and I don't get to do that often because the timing is different. But yeah. I do get that to do often. I think I think what I really like to do is maybe be out in the mountains with my like with my son. He likes Dartmoor, which is like the hilly areas. And like it's once you're out there, like this is really nice. Same, same as like if you're out on a paddleboard. And yeah. it's just there's just more quiet and stuff like that's really nice it's just you don't often get enough time to do that so that's fine yeah I think sp- I live a relatively like low key life as it is and so mm-hmm. I enjoy it so there's not much I don't get to like there's not much I don't get to do that I really love if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah no okay. I guess I find I'm finding
0: joy in a lot of what I do so I'm gonna flop it what's one thing you hate doing but you have to do it. I'm going to flip it
1: and I'm going to say nothing because I'm choosing to do everything that I do. And if I hate doing it, then I'm going to constantly be in a mood that's going to be bring me down. And I'm very much focusing on getting to a place where I've decided this is the lifestyle I want. And if I've decided that, I need to be content with it. And if I'm going to be content with it, I can't hate it. So there are things. So like we, we hire out a pool. And I have to maintain that every single day. Otherwise, the chemicals will be unbalanced. And I'm trying to get it automated. So yeah. sometimes when I get home late or after stream, it takes away from my sleep. And I can either go, oh, I hate doing this, but I don't, I genuinely don't know when the last time was I said, I hate doing this. I, Cause I don't, I go, oh, I've got to do the pool. And then I go, oh, what a blessing because it's bringing in money. So I chain, I'm just trying to flip all the negative thoughts. So I don't, there's nothing I'd say, I'd safely say, there's nothing that I have in, in my life at the moment that I hate doing, or oh, I think I hate doing this. That's but that's that takes a lot of work to, to get to that point. I do understand that, so
0: that's fair. Mine's is a bit more <laughs> vain than that, then <laughs> yours is a bit more what, sorry, are just a bit more like what is yours? I, I hate going food shopping. Going well, why don't you just do order them online just because of where we are? There's no like local. That you have to drive to like, the nearest town to supermarket so like sainsbury's or something doesn't deliver to your house probably does but it's just weird oh, no, it's,
1: it's,
0: i don't know the, the do other that.
1: try it try it it's gonna cost other you 10 quid extra but it's gonna buy you emotional happiness do it it's worth it the mess is like going to chopper so and you have to go with her I, i'm the only one that drives so okay so it's a family outing and you've got to change the thought
0: uh, no, you're too you're too good at this.
1: <laughs> I'll try
0: next time. maybe. Oh no! I, like
1: I get, I get. Like, it's so easy for me to say on the outside because everyone ha- hates things for a reason. Um, I, don't even then, think a, I think hatred's a strong
0: word. I might have put it. It's wrong. a chore.
1: It's a chore, isn't it? Like it it's, drains you.
0: I can't be bothered with people like standing in the middle of the aisle talking about their life story. I need bread. Move. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's just. Sorry, mate. You need to learn to just like they there. There's nothing
1: you can do about it.
0: Or, <laughs> this is a weird one because, like, I have a young child. and You'll probably be in this you might be in the same boat. I don't know. Other children like crying, and like, a, like in a like shopping center or supermarket, yeah. you just kind of like. Yeah. Be, be quiet. You, you have to get used <laughs> to that Well, you do. Actually. I get more upset
1: when my kids are crying because I don't want anyone else to get, like, bothered by it. Then when I see other people's kids crying, I'm like, oh, shame, poor kid. Oh, but when my kids are crying, I'm like, Shh, it's OK, it's OK,
0: don't upset people. Dep- it depends. should be the other way around. If there's one right? OK, well, a child, like, just throwing a tantrum? Like, they wanted something, their mum said no, and they yeah. just dropped to the floor, middle of the supermarket. I want this. And, yeah. Like what is it? How does it make me feel?
1: Yeah, just like I I believe in all humans. So when I see a kid doing that, I I get very interested. I I like I'm trying to understand you. Like that's the that kid isn't a naughty kid. That kid is just doesn't know how to express its emotions and is frustrated. That's that's (laughs) I know you're gonna be like, mate, what are you on? What are you on? But like I get
0: get it.
1: And I feel sorry for the mom or the parent because I'm like they try their best within what they know um, yeah, and that kid is throwing a tantrum them. and now because that kid is throwing a tantrum in the middle of the shopping center they oh, will probably put unrealistic expectations then to stop the kid having parent uh, tantrums where actually all they need to hear from someone is go oh he's having a tantrum that's cool nice that he expresses and if the, that parent then takes all that like judgment pressure off themselves and that stress and be like okay how do I really deal with my child Okay, I you know I see across. Let's let's understand. You can't get that. i um, stay firm on that. You there's better ways of dealing with your emotions, and you set your kid that kid up better for life than if you're like stop yeah. screaming, stop get to the car like shout because then yeah yeah that's how that is just it's easier when it's someone else's kid throwing a tantrum because I get really good perspective. But again, when that's flipped, I sometimes can lose perspective I'm mean, like, no, please don't, please don't don't throw a tantrum. You're okay. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. So
0: it is, it's just as if you tell them, like, don't do it because it'll hurt themselves. But they think that's mm-hmm. them getting a row. row. Just don't do that. There's <laughs> a
1: really good thing is like the human brain cannot comprehend the negative. And to understand an example of is like, don't think of an elephant. So you think of an elephant because you can't comprehend the negative. So when you tell a kid, don't do that, their brain goes, do that because the don't just doesn't exist. They don't see it as like a naughty. They just go yeah, yeah. do that. Don't think of an elephant. You're like an elephant, damn. So like a kid is like, don't. How, many, how often have you said to your kid, like, don't put your food on the floor and they go, food on the floor, it's done. Uh, and you're like, I told you not to. And they're like, I'm sorry,
0: I was, your brain said do it. So like- It's like the like whole yeah. white paint, like, like do not touch white paint. Yeah, people touch, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I want to touch it. Yeah. Like, 24 year old you go to a museum, do not touch these. Yeah. Grown touch. adults. Yeah, yeah. okay.
1: You've <laughs> <laughs> all got things to learn,
0: though. Everything's a learning curve. Um, who is... I know you said you're not much of a drinker, but who's the best chief to have a drink with?
1: Dave Yers. You Dave yours Nice. Yeah, he's... Quite, I, I, do you know what it is? Is because... Not because necessarily he's a massive drinker, mm-hmm. but because someone I consider to be a good drinker with is someone that you can do things at your own pace and they don't try and skew you left or right. Well, also. Just, they will stick to their own thing. This is how I'm doing it. If yeah. you don't want to, that's good. If you want to drink way more, that's also good. That's yeah, yeah. a good drinker. So that's why I say like it's very important to understand. I'm not saying that Dave is an, a massive alcoholic. He's, he's okay. quite the opposite. Like, he's good to have out because if i want to he doesn't get skewed by what other people are doing he just does what he feels like which is really which is really cool because it creates a comfort yeah and that's yeah. a good person to drink with
0: is i'm guessing Dave would be the who, who would you like most likely to go for a coffee with as well as Dave that same answer or uh we go for a lot of coffees
1: with anyway so does it have to be in the rugby team no
0: just it could be no. anyone in the world Anyone you want? Who would you like like to go for a coffee with?
1: Me. Yeah, apart from you, because this is not <laughs> far off. <laughs> not actually. She um, is just... a good. I'm, I'm. I'm probably thinking too deep about this. Elon One Musk. Elon Musk, because Elon Musk. yeah, there's no limits with what he can think. So you want to hang around people that can lift your thoughts up. He, I know. No matter what I said, he wouldn't put limits on. He would be like, "Cool, what do you? How else can you grow on that?"
0: Yeah, I need a, I need a coffee with Elon Musk. Like, Elon, give me money for the pod, so I can. If hey, you don't boom. ask, you don't get. That's exactly how I operate on this. Yeah. That's how I Imagine. get every day. Yeah.
1: Okay, Murray. I know that this podcast has been great, but I would like you to send me a screenshot of you DMing Elon Musk. Can we? Can I please have a coffee with you? Oh, okay. Go on. Why? What have you got to lose? Oh well, but I'm recording. This records through my phone, so the yeah. When you finish so when you are finished, and you've I'll got do- time, go to Elon Musk's DMs, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter. Please okay. give me have a coffee together, and I
0: want that screenshot. Okay. I've done weirder things, but yeah, sure. Cool, because you never know. You never know. I mean, if he goes, "Yes, yeah, sounds good," I'll be like,
1: "Okay." <laughs> Then I will be your plus one if that's okay.
0: Then I'll just yeah, then I'll just go by the way, I'm size red in Tesla. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um final question for you, Dylan. One thing you'd like to be remembered for as a person. Um I think about this a lot
1: and how I make you feel. So because I saw that it really resonates and like In three generations time, no one will remember your name because you don't mean anything to him. So you don't... Because, again, it doesn't matter what you say or do. It's how you make people feel. So if I constantly go, I want to be remembered for how I make you feel, that means I'm constantly putting effort into other people. And if I'm putting effort into you, I'm lifting you up that little bit. And if I'm lifting you up that little bit and, and getting you to do something that you wouldn't have done otherwise you're creating a pass it on type effect. And so that is it. So it's not an action. It's not a give you a billion pounds or change the world's food hunger. Just, I remember how Don made us feel. Like, and the more people that I have going with a smile on their face, I think I would have have succeeded. I like
0: that. I like that as well. Well, the book is now closed, Don. You've (laughs) smashed every question with a fantastic insight as well. And how you see, not just people, just how you see yourself, how you see just life in general. And, yeah, very, very inspired. I'm not just blowing smoke, but yeah. no, it truly is. And it's been an absolute blast. And it has definitely been worth the year of waiting. Yeah. For those that for those that don't know, me and Don spoke about a year ago to come on the show and just the life got in the way. We kind of, I think we both kind of forgot about it.
1: Yeah, we agreed way, and then didn't go on from there. So.
0: Yeah, Red, yeah, sounds good. Cool. And then nothing happened. And Harv, the, our good co-host of the show, happened to interview Don on a different project that he's no longer with because he's with us. Because we're better. <laughs> <laughs> um, brought it up, what about we speak to Don Armand? Yep, yeah, sounds good. So it was actually Harv that booked this one. So there you go. Well, I'm taking credit because I... I put the roll in first. <laughs>
1: yeah, you put the seed there. Yeah, it's, thanks very much uh, for having me on too. It's been a, it's been an honor
0: to have some of your time and your effort and chatting to you. So we learn really all the time. It's been so good, and I cannot thank you enough. This has been the final whistle with Don Armand. We'll see you next time.